Welcome back to Brain Bites. Joining me today, as always, is James Green. James, how are you? I'm doing great, Blake. How are you? I am fantastic. So today we're going to round out our coverage of National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Um, but before we get started, just a, a note, it, we've covered the business side of most all of these topics this week or this month. And a lot of what we talked about this month can apply to your personal life too, right? Yeah. So, you know, your personal email accounts are just as susceptible to phishing as business accounts are. They might not ask for the same things, but if you get your credentials compromised there, it's just the same as if you're at work. You know, multi-factor authentication, turn it on on your, on your Facebook account, on your Twitter account, on your personal accounts. And, you know, maybe the only one that doesn't apply are the NIST standards, um, <laughs> but you probably should have some DR you, plans. You don't have a family NIST readiness plan? <laughs> no, but I mean, hey, you it's need to know, me. like, if your garage door won't open or something like that, you got to know what to do. I actually have a plan for that. There you go. Uh, Always prepared. But no, I mean, yeah, the, the password policies, the 12-character, the 16-character strong passwords like we've talked about, apply that to your personal, personal accounts. Go into those personal accounts, settings, profile, Security is usually where that 2FA or MFA option is going to be. Even if it's just text messaging, turn it on. It's it's good security. You should have it there. Right. And now today we're going to uh, talk about malware, most specifically ransomware. Um, it's probably the one you've heard of the most. We're going to kind of dive into it, explain what it is and uh, how you might see it, interact with it. Hopefully, hopefully not. But what does what it will look like if you do. Um, but before we go into ransomware, there are a lot of other types of malware out there that I'd like to just touch on real quick. So um, there's so you've heard of viruses before, right? That's probably your most basic yeah, form of malware. Everything is a virus. Everything is a virus. Virus right. just means it's it's unwanted software, unwanted code that executes on your computer and can spread. That's the main the main uh, thing. Uh, Definition of a virus. Right. Thank yep. you. Thank you, yep. James. Um, it spreads, right? It spreads from one computer to the next computer. It spreads across the network. Then getting more specific, you have things like Trojan horses. Trojans is how you've, you've heard them right. called. Just like the, the you know, Greek the story. mythology, yeah. Right. It's a it's a payload that gets delivered to your computer. I want to play Candy Crush. Right. And then but you, then I get a Trojan horse. You open it, and it looks like it's uh, what you think it is, but in the background, it's just dumped a bunch of viruses onto your computer. So you have a Trojan horse, more of a delivery method, um, but anything delivered by Trojan is considered a Trojan. And then um, slightly less malicious, I guess you could say, is are things like adware and spyware. Adware, it's uh, soft, unwanted software. It gets installed on your computer and blows up with a bunch of advertisements. And those advertisements, those ad sites might be malicious. Yeah, that the, they take yeah you to, usually, but. yeah, when you go to a website, the, the main content of a website is, is pretty safe or usually safe. It's the ad servers, all those ads right. that everyone likes. Those are usually what malicious actors go after because they know they probably aren't as secure. And that's the delivery method for a lot of this. And then you have uh, spyware. Spyware is essentially when something gets in, uh, installed on your computer, it monitors your activity, right? Monitors right. your web searches, monitors your keystrokes. Um, usually not uh, going to be very broad in its attack. That's usually more targeted. Uh, if you're being targeted by an attack, it's usually going to be spyware because they're trying right. to get specific passwords, watch your keystrokes, watch what you're doing. Um, but usually what you'll see is you'll get something through a Trojan, a virus, adware, and then when they when you do something that makes you a good target for spyware, then you get targeted through spyware. And then I guess less, uh, less virus-y, but more just general inconvenience and can cause some business pain too or bugs in software right you know, if there if there's a if you upgrade your business software that you run your business off of and there's a bug in the software that's just 
you know, bad code or something in you know, just two things in the, in the software don't interact with each other, but it corrupts the database that you're working out of. Okay, it's, yeah. it's huge. It's, it could be a, a real deal. business loss, business loss there. Which is why you should just make sure that all of your applications, both Microsoft third party applications are kept up to date. That's yep. what those patches are for. They're to patch those bugs. Right. Something you might not have found, but somebody unfortunately did and they That's fixed right. it. Um, and then there's botnets and worms. Those are getting a little more in the weeds as far as you know, right. big types of viruses, but botnets are what you think of, you know, how these like phishing emails and stuff are getting sent out, right? It's not one guy sitting in his basement, hit and send on emails. It's, it's servers all over the world, sending hundreds of millions of emails and, and just literally phishing for anything they can get. Um, but so today we're the main meat of what we're going to talk about today is ransomware. Yep. So that is what you hear in the news. You hear these cities, these big companies getting crypto locker or ransomware and the the primary premise behind ransomware is that your network gets a virus that then holds your data hostage right behind an encryption key yep. that hey, only the bad guy has and then they say just like kidnapping in the in your kidnapping movies pay me and you I'll give you your kid back pay me I'll give you your data back right right yeah, and there's different kinds of ransomware. There's ones that do encrypt all your files. Those are your bigger ones, your, your bigger problems. There's some that just lock you out of your computer and say, you want to get back into your computer? That'll be $300, please. Right. There's also there's extortion ransomware where yeah. you're st- you still have full access to your data, but someone else has access to your data. You tend to see extortion or blackmail ransomware attacks in industries that are heavily regulated. So uh, the financial industry, the medical industry, because... Those are the industries where you don't want someone else to have your data, right? No, we don't want anybody at Becca to have our data, but there is not a governing body that says, well, if Becca's client list gets leaked out to the world, we owe these violations. So, But in a healthcare industry, if yep. my medical records get leaked, that's a HIPAA violation. So an extortion ransomware attack... They, you might still have access to your data, but you get contacted and say, you know, they show you proof that they have your data and they say, if you don't want me to share this, I need X mm-hmm. amount of money. Um, usually it's requested in Bitcoin, uh, primarily because it's very easy to hide the tracing of who's getting the Bitcoin there. Correct. And no one's meeting you in a Walmart parking lot. Wanting, right. Wanting a, yeah. Turn your lights on, off yeah, and on. Western two times. Union MoneyGram or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's, it's all being do, done digitally. Um, now, the most scary forms of ransomware are these crypto locker attacks where they physically encrypt your data so that you can't get to it anymore. It, it's, it gets on your computer right. and then goes through file by file by file by file and encrypts the data until the entire computer has been encrypted and then you can't do anything. And the the scary thing about this is it spreads like wildfire. It, it does. It spreads like wildfire. It goes through your network, encrypts not just my machine, then your machine, then the next machine. You could almost see people getting up out of their chairs like, whoa, what just happened? But there are also types of ransomware where it will lay dormant on your machine. And a lot of times for 91 days, because they know that you probably have a 90-day backup. Yep. And then on that 91st day, boom, it starts going through. And because you have a 90-day backup, well, guess what? That ransomware is in your backup. It's in your backups. And right. so when you, when, you, when you clean everything, when you go through those NIST uh, protocols we talked about a few weeks ago, and you get to the recover point, when you recover, you're recovering the ransomware right back into your environment. Um, yep. So there's some, there's some ways that we here at Becca protect against this ransomware. One of the my favorite ways, because it's 
kind of fun to talk about are these canary files. Yes. So we have the software that uh, we install on all of our clients' computers that lets us remote in and reports back to us, you know, everything about the computers and the health. It's how we support it. It deposits these hidden canary files in popular popular directories, your documents, your desktop, um, your pictures. And they're, they're just hidden files. Actually, they're, they're PowerPoints and Word documents because those are just common yeah, files. Seemingly but you normal can't, files. Right. But you as a user can't see them. They're hidden. If anything happens to that file and it either gets renamed, it gets moved, it can't be accessed for any reason, just like what would happen in a ransomware attack, it immediately isolates the computer. So the only thing that that computer can talk to after that happens, after that file is modified, is our remote control servers. And we immediately get a notification. We have a process internally here where it gets the entire team gets notified and then it gets assigned to a specific engineer to go in and investigate. Most cases, we do get some false positives uh, where someone was moving documents and they right. just, just they moved cleaning. the entire directory and it included that that hidden file. Um, but we have definitely stopped a CryptoLocker event where someone was getting encrypted and as it was trying to spread, it encrypted one of the Canary files and completely isolated the computer so it could not spread. So one computer and that was it. Nothing else spread. Right. Thankfully, we don't fight it often, but it, we've watched it stop the spread of of a ransomware event yeah, and the, the canary real quick the canary files are probably pro it's it's one of those where it it's it's a simply elegant solution to right. this because the because when it goes through and it goes to encrypt all of these files those canary files like blake was saying there's a change and then it immediately causes them to react and then it allows us to stop the spread of that malware exactly and then one of the things that's important to note, and this is very new from the U.S. government, actually, they are starting to go after companies that pay the ransom for in, in ransomware scenarios, because Correct. a lot of the time the, the people you're paying, the paying the ransom to are not in the United States. They're foreign nationals somewhere else. And it's actually they're, they're levying fines against you for paying someone that the United States has doesn't have an agreement with for international right. trade and and it, they're starting to penalize the victim of ransomware attacks so you really have to be careful not only to not get the ransomware but also how you resolve the ransomware right yeah i mean the obviously the best way to uh to combat it is to prevent it um but in the event that you do get ransomware uh you know obviously your knee-jerk reaction is oh i got i got to get back up and running this happened to my my paralegal and i need her back up and running you know how much is the ransom oh, right. let's just go ahead and pay that's so much cheaper than her downtime um well now the u.s government says no right be careful who you're paying ransoms to right we need to know first before you pay them right so well we hope that you uh have enjoyed this uh security focused month of content uh, on national cybersecurity awareness month and we hope that we didn't scare you too much uh today with all the ransomware conversations but it is good to be aware and sometimes being scared help being scared helps you become more aware so uh we hope you enjoyed and we will see you next week have a good one